Welcome back. My name is David Frainer, and I'm here for a conversation with Austin Soret. I'm so glad that you've joined us for this conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about storytelling, also talk a little bit about poetry, which is an interest that you and I share together. And uh, I thought maybe we could talk about These Days, your new book of poetry and storytelling. Okay. Thanks, David. Um, so uh, I want to get to the, your book These Days in a minute, but uh, let's plunge right in. Uh, how did you get involved in storytelling? Is there a particular approach, or do you vary your approach to storytelling depending on the topic? So just how do you get started? Uh, I think I started because I was a, just a great liar as a kid. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It was, it was one of those things where writing had always really interested me. Uh, but instead of being so infatuated with the art of language, I think I like the craft of storytelling a lot more. Uh, and just hearing like a good solid beginning, middle, and end. Um, Amen to that. And yeah, and that's that's one of the things that I still, you know, one of my favorite things to do is whether I'm having coffee or whether I'm having whiskey or something. Like I love sitting with people and hearing stories and laughing and sharing stories. And um, so I wanted to translate that to um, something that I could do, you know, as an art form. Now, how how old were you when you started having? Was this as a child or as a uh, so I, a I, young person? Or I wrote a lot as a child, and then really? um, yeah, I, I crafted a lot of like fantasy and science fiction stories. And I remember the first story where I really wanted to be a writer. I was a big fan of Stephen King as a kid, uh, and one of when I knew I wanted to be a writer was when I was sixteen years old, and an assignment I had to do for an English class was um, we had to write a letter to Dr. Frankenstein as Frankenstein's monster and what he would say as... Interesting. Yeah. And so everybody... Um, I remembered everybody was... It was very emotional. Everybody presented these pieces like, why did you create me? And made it very, very melodramatic. And um, I kind of had a lot of fun going the other way with having a lot of dark humor in it by saying, you know, I appreciate you giving me life. Life is a beautiful thing. However, your life is not a beautiful thing. So when I find you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Love the monster. Um, and I had so much fun and I, I ended up making my English teacher laugh and that was, that was something that was as beautiful as love to me. Mm. You know, so that's that's what I've been trying to do ever since. Now, when you create a story, do you write it out in advance? Do you use a tape recorder? What's your particular approach to building a story? So I have, I think I'm a, sometimes I find myself being a writer first and a, sh and a storyteller second. And the only reason I say that is because I'm just like a, bumbling mess when I tell a story, but whenever I write a story down, it's very clean. I can add the jokes in there. I can portray emotion the way that I want to, uh, you know, because I could write a thousand different ways of saying I love you, but, you know, if I say I love you, then it's just going to come out as something dopey or whatever, you know, so 
So it's nice to be able to articulate it that way. And then, um, you know, once I have the structure down and once I find the true heart of a story, then I can kind of improvise a little bit and um, translate it into a way that I would tell it if I was at a bar, you know, as opposed to just reading it out loud yeah. in front of a bunch of, you know, English majors or something like that, you know, or like an audience. Now, you're also a poet. Uh, yes, yeah. When did you, how did you develop an interest in poetry? Did it come along with the writing and the storytelling, or is it a separate track in your journey? So I, I started as a short story writer and um, an essayist, and when I was about 20, 22, 23, I just got really down. Like, I wasn't getting anything published. I wasn't super excited with anything that I was publishing or even trying to get published. I, I hated all my stories, uh, and I just didn't like to write. Um, and so I, I knew I needed something new. So what I decided to do was uh, I started journaling because I heard that that's how people get out of writer's block and yep. ruts and stuff yep. like that. Yep. And But I also didn't like journaling either because at that time, the only reason I wrote was to get published, which is a very naive way of going about it. So what I decided to do was I would write poetry because if I wrote poetry, then at least I would be entering in journal entries, but maybe if I fixed it up someday, I'd be able to publish it. Um, and so when I was 23 years old, I was living in Newmarket by myself in a studio, and that's what I would do on Friday and Saturday nights. You know, All my friends from college had left, so I didn't really have anybody to drink with or anybody to go to brunch with in the next morning or, or whatever. So what I would do is I would just... Um, spend time and, and reflect by myself and just kind of create these journal entries as poems. Well, thank you very much. <coughs> we, um, our interview is a little shorter than we had anticipated. Uh, we didn't really have a chance to uh, talk to you about your book these days, which is a combination of poetry and stories both together. Mm -hmm. Um, I assume that's available through your publishing company. Yeah, yeah. And can be found on your website, ajsoret.com. Is that right? Yeah, ajsoret.com. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yep. But we very much appreciate your telling a story tonight and joining us for this conversation. Yeah, thank you so much, David. This brings us to the end of our conversation with Austin, and it also brings us to the end of our program. Um, so our thanks go to the PPM TV producers and staff, and to our own True Tales Live crew, Pat Spaulding, Amy Antonucci, Steve Koval, John Lovering, and myself. And thank you to each of our tellers, um, and thank you to our audience. As I often say on this show, and I think it bears repeating, um, storytelling creates community and helps to build it, but it takes a village of storytelling listeners uh, for the magic of storytelling to happen. It takes you, and we're so appreciative of that. The holidays are coming up, and as Amy mentioned, we're going on hiatus in December. Our next show is in 2019, which is a hard date for me to grok. Um, it'll be on Tuesday, January 29th, and our theme, as Amy mentioned, is birth and beginnings. The first Tuesday of January is New Year's Day, so our storytelling workshop will be on the 8th from 7.30 to 9. If you have a story to tell or you have one you're thinking about, um, we encourage you to attend a workshop. They are great. 
And uh, we do have a storytelling kind of treat coming up. Our True Tales Live crew has been invited by the staff at PPM-TV to join them in a holiday production, which I believe will take place on December 13th. So check uh, the PPM-TV website to find out more about that. <clears throat> if you have a story that you're thinking about, come to the workshop, email us at truetaleslive1 at gmail.com. My name is David Frainer, and for our entire True Tales Live cast and crew, thank you so much, and good night.